Hey, sustainable fashion supporter. Welcome to Recloseted Radio, a podcast dedicated to fashion sustainability and equipping you with the knowledge to do better in the world. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and I promise to support you on this journey to right the harmful fashion industry. You ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to wash your clothes. And I know you must be thinking, Selena, I already know how to wash my clothes. I'm good. But I'm going to take a more sustainable approach to it and maybe give you a few tips and tricks that you didn't know before. A huge portion of your sustainable fashion journey is how to extend the longevity of your garment's life. Making sure you take care of it when you wash it so it doesn't shrink, snag, pill, and all of that stuff that makes you fall out of love with your garment. And then also, you know, how are you going to be organizing it? Basically, today we're just going to be focusing on the washing portion of it. I have a few tips and tricks that I'm really excited to share with you. And then, of course, if you want to see more visual aspects and you want to get more in-depth with this, it is all covered in my sustainable fashion ebook, which is called The Recloseted Handbook, Your Sustainable Fashion Guide. And it's a 192-page guide teaching you how to become a conscious clothing consumer. And if you want to get it or check out more info, you can visit www.recloseted.com backslash handbook. Okay, so first up, I'm going to be talking about washing frequency. So how often you should be washing your clothes. I know a couple of people, and I won't name names, of course, but literally, I think they wash their clothes every time they wear something or maybe every other time. It's kind of crazy. And, you know, of course, if you worked out in something and you sweat in it, then yes, by all means, wash it. But if you didn't and it's like an outer jacket, you don't really need to be doing that. We as consumers can make a really big impact just by the washing of our clothes. Because if you think about it, washing our clothes takes a lot of water usage. And beyond that, we're also using chemicals like laundry detergents and soaps and releasing that into the water. So the more you can minimize it, the better. For me, the only clothes that I wash every single time after I wear it include my underwear, my bras, my socks, and then also workout wear. So if I sweat a lot and workout wear, then I will wash it. This general rule of thumb for me also varies season by season. So in the spring and summer months when it's hotter and maybe more humid out, I'll definitely wash my clothes more. And then in the fall and winter, I kind of just live in my own bacteria and it's great. (laughs) Anyways, I'm joking, Uh, but I definitely do wash my clothes a lot less in the fall winter. So yeah, if I smell, please let me know. (laughs) I'm just joking. Getting more serious, I will walk you through my washing frequency from most frequent to least frequent. And then keep in mind that this is what works for me, like everyone's different. So I'll just let you know what I do and then you can try and see if that works for you. And if it doesn't, that's okay. But I think the moral of the story here is that we tend to overwash our clothes. So maybe just take a step back and see if you really need to be washing it. Like I said, towards the beginning, underwear, bras, socks, and workout wear, I wash typically every time I wear it. And then the next thing I wash the most frequent would be things that come directly into contact with my skin. So what that means is like tank tops, t-shirts, long sleeve shirts. Typically these items I'll wash every one to four wears. And again, like it really depends on the season, what I was doing, was I sweating a lot, etc. 
For sweaters and cardigans, I will usually wash that every four to six wears because again, typically I'm layering if I'm wearing a sweater or cardigan and it does get pretty cold here in Vancouver in the winter so it's not coming directly in contact with my skin typically. I can get away with washing it every four to six wears. But again, like if you get a stain on something or like stuff is starting to smell, then by all means go ahead and wash it. And then for coats, puffers, jackets, things like that, usually I will wash it once a season because that's like those big winter coats. But if I'm wearing something every single day and again, it's starting to smell or get weird stains on it, then I will wash it mid-season as well. So sometimes I'll wash it twice a season. And then for at-home wear, so for my pajamas, I usually wash those like every week. But again, like in the winter, I can get away with washing it every one and a half weeks. And maybe in the summer, I'm washing it midweek. It just really depends on how much I sweat. And usually I don't sweat that much in my sleep, but I know that everyone's different. So do what works for you. And then for loungewear at home, uh, I usually get away with washing loungewear about one and a half, like every one and a half to two weeks. And that's just because like I have this weird germaphobic habit that I don't get into at-home loungewear until I have showered. So every time I come home like after work or whatever, I'll get into the shower and then I'll change into my loungewear. So yeah, it's just like a weird, slightly OCD germaphobic habit I have. And that's just how I can get away with watching my loungewear every one and a half to two weeks. But again, like if I spill food on myself, which has happened, or things are starting to smell, then yes, I will wash it. Okay, so now let's get into machine washing your clothes. There is a lot of stuff here, so I want to make sure we talk about it. First and foremost, I think it is so, so, so important to read the garment tags on your clothing. And what I mean by that is if you turn like a sweater or a pair of pants and you look into the inside, there's usually that white tag that has like made in China or whatever, and then the materials of the garment. And then there's also typically these weird symbols that no one really knows what it means. But in the handbook, I, I explain what every single symbol means. And it's actually really important to look at that because that is essentially the recommended washing guide for that garment that the manufacturers have put in place so that you can take care and adequately wash your pieces without ruining them. So it's really important actually to learn how to read those and figure out what it means. Again, I have a legend of all of these symbols in the handbook, which is linked in the show notes, but I will do my best to also describe it right now. And keep in mind, this is audio, so let's use our imaginations. And you can also Google this as well. I think you might be able to find stuff on the interwebs. High level though, for washing symbols, it's usually in this kind of bucket icon and really what you need to watch out for is, first of all, how many dots are in the water. So usually there's this bucket, there's a bit of water in the bucket and one dot indicates that you should be washing at 30 degrees Celsius. Two dots indicates that you should be washing at 40 degrees Celsius. And then three dots, 50, four dots, 60, and five dots, 70 degrees Celsius. And then another thing you can see with the bucket is that if there is a hand in the bucket, that means that you should be hand washing this garment uh, because it is probably more delicate. And then if there's an X on the bucket, so the bucket with the water and there's an X symbol, that means that it's do not wash, so it's recommended to be dry cleaned only. 
When it comes to how to dry your clothes, there are also symbols as well, and I will do my best to describe it over audio right now. But again, if you want to see what this looks like, you can look it up in our handbook or you can Google it. For drying your clothes, the symbol is essentially a square box and in that square box, there's a circle. And same idea as the washing symbols, typically you'll see dots inside and that those dots just indicate temperatures. One dot on the symbol means that you should be tumble drying on low. Two dots means you should be tumble drying on medium, and then three dots means you should be tumble drying on high. Same idea, if you see an X on this tumble dry symbol, it means that you should not tumble dry this item and you should instead wash it and then let it air dry. The delicate symbol when it comes to drying, it's essentially the box with the circle and two lines underneath. That means that you should be tumble drying on the delicate setting. And typically for me, I like to be safe rather than sorry, so I will just let it air dry. There are also symbols on how to iron your clothes, and I'm just going to talk about that now, even though it's not related to washing your clothes, because me as well, we're talking about it anyways. The symbol, as you can imagine, is an iron, and then usually there's circles, which again indicate the temperatures that you should be ironing your clothes at. So one means... It can be ironed on low, two means medium, and three means it can be ironed at a high temperature. So that's just something to keep in mind because I've had a couple instances where I ironed accidentally on high and I really shouldn't have and it really damaged the garment. So make sure you keep an eye out for that too. Now that you know more about the symbols, I would highly recommend you actually do your due diligence and flip out the tag just to read it, just to make sure that you don't damage the garment because again, you invested in your pieces and you want to make sure you get to wear them over and over again. And nothing's worse than having something come out of the washing machine three sizes smaller and or have a huge snag in it or be pilled. So really make sure you take care of your clothes. Speaking of those washing machine horror stories, there are also a few tips I have for you to do before you put things into the washing machine. First and foremost, I recommend you flip all of your garments that you're about to wash in the washing machine inside out. By turning your garments inside out, it helps preserve the outside of your garments, which makes it look still relatively new on the outside. Because if you think about it, the washing machine is a little aggressive if you've ever seen what's going on there. So it does kind of wear and tear at it. Make sure that you flip them inside out. By flipping them inside out, it also helps prevent color fastness because the abrasion and the lint that is produced during the washing process will then be on the inside of the garment and not on the outside. I also recommend fastening all buttons and zippers before you throw things into the wash. I've had instances where I've washed pairs of jeans with sweaters and I didn't zip up the zippers and those zippers caught onto sweaters and like would pull and you know, snag them. So make sure you fasten all of the zippers and buttons before you throw things in there as well. A quick tip for stains or spots, I would put liquid detergent directly on the stain for about 30 seconds to a minute. And then that will just make sure it's really targeted. And then you can do that before you put it into the washing machine too. I know this may sound like a lot of work, but trust me, it's worth it. It'll take maybe an extra five minutes, but it'll really extend the life of your garments. And when you get used to it and it becomes a habit, then it'll be like second nature. 
Also, I wanted to talk quickly about washing at 30 degrees. You may have heard of this if you're you know, into sustainable fashion and you've been researching this for a while. But recently, a lot of people have started recommending washing at 30 degrees. So, on your washing machine, you can set that as your temperature setting. Most of us wash at much higher temperatures. And to be honest, like modern day laundry detergents are fine to work at lower temperatures. And lower temperatures does save electricity and it also saves you money because you're saving electricity. And it is just better for the environment and for your wallet. I recommend washing at 30 degrees whenever possible. Usually I'll do 30 degrees with like t shirts and jeans and maybe light sweaters. But I would still recommend washing at higher temperatures for things like towels and bedding, kind of more like heavy duty stuff where you want a very, like, very, very, very thorough cleanse. So, yeah, there you go. That's a quick tip. You should be able to wash most of your clothing at 30 degrees, and it'll save you a lot of money, and you can feel good that you're doing your part to protect the environment. And I don't have to tell you this, but you know, separate your lights and your darks. Make sure that you don't overload or underload your laundry. I would assume that you got all of those basics covered, but just thought I would mention it quickly as well. Additionally, I did want to talk about microplastics quickly. I am going to do a full episode on it in the future. And I did talk about plastics in general with SC in our last podcast. But quickly, like if you have polyester, acrylic, nylon, Etc. pieces, so things made out of synthetic chemicals, but polyester and acrylic being the biggest ones, they actually release little bits of plastics, which are called microplastics, every time you wash it. And unfortunately, it is quite small, so that means that the washing machine filter can't catch it in that almost lint looking like catcher thing. And then typically, most cities' water filtration systems also can't catch it as well. These little bits of plastic are literally being released into the ocean. The fish and the seafood, and you know, most of the marine life think it's food. So they will eat the little bits of plastic because typically it is quite colorful. And then when we eat the marine life and the seafood life, then the plastic ends up in our human bodies. So yeah, it, it's accumulating in a food chain and it's literally crazy. Make sure that you try not to buy garments, first of all, made out of polyester and acrylic and nylon. And then when you wash your existing garments, there is something called a guppy friend bag, which essentially you just put all of your polyester, acrylics, etc. into this bag. And then when you wash it, it will catch all of the microplastics. And then over time, you can actually see them and you can pluck those microplastics out and then put them in the trash. And this isn't the best solution because at the end of the day, these bits of plastics are going into our landfills and going to rot there for centuries. But it is better, arguably, than having it enter our food chain. I thought I would share, and I will also include the guppy friend bag in the show notes. Not sponsored to talk about this. I am a genuine supporter of what they're doing, but I do think we need better solutions in this space. But as of right now, this is what we can do. So I thought I would share. Okay, and then last but not least, let's talk about how to wash your delicates. I outlined machine washing earlier, and now I'm going to be talking about things that should be quote unquote dry clean only. 
I used to dry clean. I used to think that, hey, if something says dry clean only, I should just take it to the dry cleaners, pay, you know, an arm and a leg, and then take my clothes back home. And to be honest, a lot of the dry cleaning clothes you can actually wash at home, and I do actually recommend you do that. So in the handbook, I have a section talking about washing your delicates. And essentially, I explained that something called PERC, which is a very harmful chemical, and the full name, like I can't even pronounce it, so I'm not even going to try, but I'll have it in the show notes. And I also did a blog post about this, so I will link that as well. High level, PERC is very toxic to our human health and also to our environment. Short-term exposure to PERC can cause dizziness, headaches, nausea, as well as skin, eye, and lung irritation. And long-term exposure to PERC has been linked to various forms of cancer and reproductive health issues. And when this chemical is leaked into the environment, the chemical could find a way to make its way into our drinking water. This means that it poses a health risk to people that work and also reside in areas near a dry cleaner. This is kind of crazy stuff, and when I found out about it, I was pretty shocked that the government wasn't doing more about this because PERC is quite a harmful chemical. But that being said, now that you know, you can take the decision into your own hands and also save money because dry cleaning is really expensive like I talked about. First thing I would recommend you do is check out a company called The Laundress. And again, I will link them in the show notes and this is not sponsored. I am a genuine fan of them. But they sell a lot of products that will help you wash cashmere's wools, silks, like things that are typically dry clean only, and you can wash them right at home. You can buy the detergents, and they also have a really good how-to section on their website that will teach you exactly what temperatures and what measurements and what steps to take so that you don't shrink or ruin your garments. And if you're not comfortable washing these things by yourself at home, I get it. An alternative to dry cleaning that you can look up is something called wet cleaning, and you can look for wet cleaners in your area. But essentially, they don't use perk, um, and it'll be much better for you. I have heard that wet cleaners are a bit pricier, but if there's maybe that one jacket that you really like that's a wool coat and you don't necessarily want to wash it yourself, and again, like I talked about at the beginning of this episode, if you're only going to wash that wool coat once a season, then maybe you can splurge a little bit and take it to the wet cleaners. I personally use the laundress's products and I did have a bit of anxiety washing silks and wools and things like that at home. So I talk about this in the handbook, but what I did was I had a old silk tank top that I didn't really wear that much anymore. I just kind of wore it to sleep in the summer because it was super comfy. So I was fine testing it out with that garment and I did that and it was fine. And so then I went on to wash some of my more expensive or higher quality pieces. So that's something you can do too. You can experiment first with a couple garments that you don't wear as much or it wasn't as pricey. And there you have it. So that was today's episode all about washing your clothes. I hope that you are now more educated and informed and you can create some new awesome laundry habits. If you want to help us spread fashion sustainability and recruit more members to join our reclosative movement, Make sure you leave us a rating and review, that really helps us. And take a screenshot of you listening to this episode and post it to your Instagram stories and tag us at Reclosited. 
That helps us spread the word, and it's also really cool seeing you guys listen to our episodes. I hope you have an amazing week, and remember, we are all in this together, and together we will write the harmful fashion industry.